Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons in studio. Joined as always by Randy Angston. What's up, dude? Hey. How hey, we doing? hey, doing some good stuff. Hey, want a quick, uh, quick, you know, Grow Summit sponsor highlight. If you guys have ever thought about writing a book, okay, and, you know, our books old school or not, I, I would tell you without a shadow of a doubt, writing a book immediately makes you an expert in the eyes of your marketplace. Now, there's a lot of ways to write a book. You can write it yourself. You can hire ghost writers and things like that. Uh, our friend uh, Mike Fallett is going to be at the Grow Summit. He, this is what he does. He yep. writes, helps entrepreneurs write books. In fact, he's he's uh, helped over 225 entrepreneurs write their books, and he does it within 30 days. And I know this to be true because I use Mike to write my book. He helps you write it. I know it's pretty crazy. I'm trying to think of how I have like six personal friends. I think Mike's helped seven. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Zach kind of used them for editing. Mm -hmm. uh, Zach wrote his own book. Uh, Mike's with Dream Starters Publishing. You can check him out at The Dream Starter uh, on Instagram at The Dream Starter. Um, or if you're going to be at the Growth Summit, go, go talk to him. Um, really cool way he does it. He interviews you. He helps you lay out the book, helps you do the, uh, you know, the flow, helps you write it. And does like the cover design stuff gets get you published to Amazon and everything. Yeah, so yeah. You're definitely gonna want to check that out. Um, it's such it's a, it's basically a catapult spring spring you know board into other things. In fact, this podcast was built on the backbone of the Built to Grow book that we wrote, and he helped me with that. And we used the first twelve chapters of our book to get the first twelve episodes out of the way, yep. and that really helped us get get the show started. <clears throat> So definitely check out Mike. He'll be at the Grow Summit. And for anybody else that's sitting on the fence about the Grow Summit, tickets are pretty much going, you know, we're up to tier three now, and there may be even a tier four after this. So jump in. It's just the price keeps going up. Go to winninggym.com slash Scottsdale. Wonderful. Wonderful stuff. All right. <clears throat> this episode, guys, we're going to talk about team meetings, why you need to do them, um, how to do them, what you talk about. Um, and this question came up in our group, yep. right? We, we always are trying to ping the group with, with ideas and you know, for topics because after 215 of these episodes, uh, it gets harder and harder. Uh, but one thing that this gentleman wrote is, hey, <clears throat> keep talking about this stuff because we need to hear it more and more Yeah, that's often. exactly, yeah, it was our buddy Corey. He said, um, you know, you you guys have touched on some of these things over time, but, you know, pound the, pound at home. He said that repetition yeah. is the key to success. And uh, for yeah, that's, I think that's a quote he used. And he said, as gym owners, we need to hear it until we do it. True. And I said, or I, you know, I was like, that's a great idea. Yes, let's go speak to that. And it might not, you know, some of these things aren't sexy, guys. Like, it's not the new marketing thing that's going to, revolutionize the direction of your gym or something but we've said it before like the way you do the small things is the way that you do the large and you need these things as as your foundation if you want to get to that next level absolutely <clears throat> so behind every successful business is a successful team sure is a team that's on point has good leadership has good roles and responsibilities understands what their role is but in order to keep 
um, your staff up to date, you got to have team meetings. Absolutely. In fact, this was this has been a non-negotiable since the day we opened. We have team meetings every single week. The days and times have changed over the years based on schedules and stuff. But uh, one thing I would do, and this happened to us in the past, is don't hire anybody that can't be available for the team meetings because you need that FaceTime with the team. You need that FaceTime with the director or the owner uh, to to go over things that are going on in the gym just to become a more solidified team. Uh, a lot of the times, you know, the coaches don't see each other you know, and they may be working with the same client in the afternoon or in the morning. They don't see each other until the team meeting. So a lot of times that, that that's an important sure. time to download the events of the week and, and different clients and stuff. So I'm going to just share with you our team meeting agenda. Um, again, t- take it if you want, do, tweak it, make it better, make it worse, you know, whatever, whatever you want to do. So first thing that we bring up in every single team meeting is we recognize other team members that have been doing something above and beyond. Nice. So we call it props. And the reason we start off with props, it sets the tone for the meeting, right? Sometimes in these meetings, it can, you know, can get, you know, you got, you have to have some disciplinary things happen in these, some of these meetings because somebody's not doing something right. Uh, but you started off on a good note with props. We do things, you know, we say who's gone above and beyond. And that could be as easy as, hey, thanks for covering my shift or, hey, thanks for jumping in, grabbing that phone call. I was busy or, Hey, thanks for running that, uh, you know, mail out to the mailbox. We needed to get that out. Whatever. Something that went above their job responsibilities. Uh, after we get that out of the way, it usually takes five minutes. We go around the room. And, you know, not every week do you have something for everybody. Sure. But you try to really recognize something that's that's great. Uh, next, we talk about our clients. We talk about who's, who's our current trial members. We talk about new members any accountability issues. And then we do a, a little review on Perkville and points and who, who where people are at on the, on the board. Um, going back to the accountability thing, we do a uh, mind body is what we use. And many of you use it too, but uh, we do a report that says, we wanna know who ha- in a rolling 30 days, who hasn't been in in, th- in eight times. Okay. Eight times frequency, meaning eight sessions or eight visits to the gym over a 30-day rolling. And that's because we know when somebody falls below that, they're at risk of Yeah, risk, sure. Yeah, and that's not my data. That's data from, you know, URSA and these other places that track that stuff. But we adopted the the rule of eight years and years ago, and it, and it stands pretty true. If somebody's not coming in, they're going to quit. They don't see the value in sure. it. So we got to get them in there. So and they're not, not getting a result. And they're not getting a result, right? Perfect. With with that, the, the trials is what I wanted to point out real quick, because one of the things that I know your team has always been very good at and that I, it's a it's built into the process here at Pulse is understanding everybody at any point knows where those people are in trials. They know yes. what the conversation should be with those people. They know when they should be communicating, you know, what's happening after this trial and uh, creating those opportunities to move somebody into memberships and things like that. So having that consistent conversation where everybody on the team is now on the same page with each of those people is imperative. Yep. And that's why we convert so many trials into members. Sure. When we miss a trial conversion, that that hurts the most. Because if you think about the person that's doing a trial that doesn't join, think about all the things that had to happen before that. You know, they had to become a lead. They had to book an appointment. They had to get in their car to drive over there. They had to have a consultation. They had to agree that they were going to try it. Then they do try it, and if you lose it there, that that hurts. That's your, I mean, yeah, really. That that's your opportunity to shine. That's the hard part. Yeah, and so that's why it's the first thing on the next item. Yeah, we talk about trials all the time, and we want to, you know, because the whole team's invested in conversions. Sure. Right? 
Uh, next thing we talk about are, are important items and updates. This can be anything from a new challenge in the group or if somebody, God forbid, somebody got injured. We want to talk about that. Um, that doesn't happen here, though, by the way. It really, it really doesn't. <laughs> Very I mean, seldom. You might catch a shin on like on a metal. A box jump? Box jump or, or, you know, whatever. But I we still t- remember those. We, we change up some of our programming format on our Wednesdays. So, we this, that, you know, I'm looking at an agenda. It doesn't have the date on there. But I'm looking at an agenda here. It says like the meta, meta mindset. Um, that's kind of our Wednesday format that I'll touch on another time. Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. Um, again, challenges, the vision board stuff. Um, these are things that we've been doing in the past. Uh, and then when we had a new app, we talked about all the features of the new app, how to get clients used to it. Again, this is stuff that has nothing to do with with trans business stuff. Yeah, but that's important, right? So if your clients are using this app, and if you expect your team to be able to speak to it competently, mm-hmm. this is this is where that information is shared, right? Exactly. It doesn't bring any benefit. There's no benefit to bringing in an app if you don't know how to make that you know a regular thing for all of your clients, and yep. your team is going to be in charge of that. Yeah, build it into the system. Exactly. They're the ones on the front line yep. get, catching the questions and stuff. Okay, so again, going from the top, props. We talk about our clients, uh, trials, met new members, accountability stuff. Then we do important items and updates. If you have uh, a challenge or like a new app, or if you've got a happy hour coming up, then we do what's called team practice, and that's our we review our standard. And if you guys go back to the episode, says the standard. <laughs> Uh, we talk about one item of the standard and in, in this particular uh, one I'm looking at was the environment and talking about cleaning, keeping the bathrooms clean, the spray bottles full, equipment and working order and organized. Again, you, this is not sexy. Like you mentioned, mm, sure. it's the stuff that makes the place run. So we have to talk about this stuff. Uh, it's not swinging kettlebells. It's t- we're talking about spray bottles being filled up. Yeah. That's, that's how, how granular we have to get with some of the stuff. Then uh, we do a trainer topic. So for us, our we've always done this. We rotate the every week. Our coaches write a mm-hmm. blog. Our clo- coaches write a blog. We use that for our content marketing. We do videos around it. We do emails around it. And so this is uh, the trainer then has to stand up and they have to present to the team their trainer topic. Sure. It's an educational thing. But it's also um, <clears throat> helps with our content. Mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure most places aren't doing this one. No, that's actually what, I think one of my favorite aspects of your guys' team training because it's 
one or the team um, meetings because you it is an opportunity to uh, create content and deliver that, repurpose it, have all of that delivered from a shared responsibility of the team. Yes. But at the same time, it's an opportunity to take that information, but then coach everybody up in the, on the team on that, those topics. Correct. And so, you know, everybody's ascending from one, one person kind of going ahead and doing the work. They can download that across the team. Correct. Exactly. It's, and, and, and so, and so when I was in these team meetings, I wasn't necessarily always looking for the topic and the, the educational side. I want to see how they presented it, how they stood up, how they addressed everybody, eye contact. So I'm looking at the speaking and communication side while maybe Zach's looking at the actual content that's being delivered. Uh, but then again, that, then that gets emailed off to uh, our, our Kelly and she puts it on online, emails it out. Zach does all some of that stuff too. Okay, so that's our trainer topic. And then the last thing we talk about is our podcast topic for that week. Uh, we do a podcast here at the gym. The coaches do. I, I'm not involved in that one. Healthy Living Scott still, if you want to go check it out, um, you know, leave a rating and review yeah. if, if you do, if you do. Um, adapting was the topic. And so they they talk around the topic on the Tuesday, and then they go do the podcast on Thursday. Smart. Yeah. And and that's every single week. We we work our um, I don't know if we should, we should, we could probably go back and talk about block scheduling and stuff, but the way our scheduling works for our coaches, we have a morning shift and afternoon shift, we call them blocks. Uh, so 5 a.m. till noon and then one o'clock till eight. Those you have a morning and p.m. And so the meetings are always in the middle, right? Mm-hmm. So one, one coach is coming off the floor, two coaches coming off the floor, and two coaches are coming on, and we just meet at that noon. That's why that noon time is blocked out. Uh, but that is uh, that is a great. This is a absolute non-negotiable for us. When we like slip up and miss some of this, things fall apart in the gym. You know, it's really funny. Like I, we talked recently about like my morning routine or like mm-hmm. getting yourself ready for the day. It's the same thing. You know, it's just it's doing the small things. It's just making sure you do the things really well that you know you need to do consistently. So the rest of the time when you're performing, it's at your best. Perfect. You know, in the past, I used to try to talk about revenue and goals and stuff. The coaches don't care. Like I, I was getting blank stares all the time. So I, sure. we pulled that stuff out way again. And then I pulled myself out and Zach's kind of in charge of all of this. So in, to be clear on that or to talk about that. So in the meetings, you because you definitely have roles and responsibilities. There's aspects of those numbers that trickle down to the team. There's, you know what I mean? Like they are in charge of the trials and trials and the in helping with conversions there right do you so you communicated about kind of you know more about that with less specifics well i used to say hey this month we generated sure. x and we profited x and th- no they don't care yeah but we do talk about is conversions and accountability is retention so it's the actions that support those yep. it's rather than you know yeah i gotcha it's not the result so these you hear of uh, leading KPIs and mm-hmm. trailing or yeah, trailing KPIs. The the trailing KPI is the result of the month before. The leading KPIs are what's our conversions on trials and the retention rates that we're keeping that month and the actions that we could do to, you know, so we're not, you know, getting to the end of the month and looking backwards and saying, oh, we should have done sure. these three things, but we're doing it consistently every single week. Um, and our meetings are on Tuesdays. So, guys, if you're not doing meetings, 
I highly suggest you do them. And when we t- work with coaches and, or when we work with coach, yeah, I guess they are coaches. We, we work with our, uh, our gym owners uh, in our private client coaching. Um, I've heard everything from, we don't do meetings to we do them once a month to we do once a quarter or every other week. Um, I, I think you need to do them every single week and you should, you need to pay your coaches for being in the meetings. That's the other thing. Our coaches are on block schedules, no matter what they do during those time periods, they're getting paid for those, those hours on the clock that includes team meetings. So don't try to be cheap and like, oh, well, it's a team meeting. So you don't get paid. They're, they're at your job. It's for work. So pay the guys, <laughs> yeah, pay right. the guys for that stuff. So, um, <laughs> Uh, I, yeah. Well, that, that brings up a good point. I mean, because it could be a future episode, but like if you want your trainers to do more than be a trainer, you have to pay them for the things that they're doing outside of the training floor. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want their responsibilities to be conversions and to have, a, you know, a heartbeat in the business and a care and invested interest, there needs to be some of that in other areas. It can't just be, you know, show up on the training floor like some trainers want to do and leave at, at their schedule. If that's the business that you run, your pay should look just like that, though. Yeah. You know, if, if you're going to have a team that's responsible for all of these other aspects, make them part of that yep. process. Yep. You know, yep. it's, we, we build it into the hours <clears throat> of the day. They're going to mm-hmm. be there. Like I said, um, you know, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, they're coming in an hour earlier, or hour staying an hour late, but they're getting paid for that. So their, their shift is just an hour shifted that those days or an hour extra. Uh, and, and, you know, and our coaches are on the, on the clock. We, we have 37 hours a week of scheduled clock in, clock out. The, we don't track their time. We pay them for 40 hours, regardless of the actual minute they clocked into the mix. Cause we know they're coming in early mm-hmm. to set the room up. We know they're staying a little bit late. Uh, but we have their, their schedule is 37 hours. We call that full time and we pay them for 40 hours. Cause we know that there's some. Yeah, like I said, a little early, a little late. It all adds up. So instead of like doing the clock in thing, which is a mess to begin with, yeah, they, they forget. Which headache do you want? I yeah, will be the yeah. first to admit I was the worst. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, to, I think Tim adjusted my times more often than he didn't when I was clocking in and clocking out. Yeah, when you were up there at the front. At the desk? Oh, yeah, it was horrible. Desk. Yeah, I, I got paid, I like, looking at my schedule, I think I had more out- scheduled hours than there were time in a week sometimes. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how, it, yeah, I just never clock out. Yeah, I never clocked out. So, um, yeah, there you guys go. Use that, take our agenda if you want to, um, you know, leverage what we've kind of put in place here and then do stuff different that's, that's more, you know, appropriate for your gym. Go ahead on and do that. Uh, anything we can do to help, jump on a call, pfmarketingsolutions.com slash call. Guys, until next episode, keep changing lives. See you. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Built to Grow podcast where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you got to do is join our private Facebook group, Marketing Talk with Fitness Professionals right now. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Marketing Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you join, we're going to give you free access to our 10 fitness marketing strategies, seven-figure gym owners use to win. All right, I look forward to you joining us next time on the Built to Grow podcast. Keep building something great.